I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is Oral Pleasure. It's 2016. It's the first podcast of 2016. Yeah. We really didn't get anything organised in the end. And then Bowie died, which made <laughs> things a lot easier. Yeah, because he would plan to do his, but then... Oh yeah, no, we had it on the list. Um, it just, it's been bumped up. Uh, yeah, somewhat. Because he's been bumped on. Oh, so, oh it's so sad. the first of many off-colour jokes I shall be making today. Oh. And I like Barry, but I'm a horrible yeah. person. But um, yeah, the first episode of the year always comes out around the 22nd of January, my birthday. And oh. so this year it looks like it's going to come out on my birthday because it's a Friday. And that's oh. when we release it. There you go. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I would like to promise you uh, then a weekly podcast, but I find it very unlikely. I still have not. Because I've listened to nothing once, else. but I haven't done any notes for Grimes yet. I haven't written any notes for Grimes. I literally only pulled my shit together once Bowie died. Because oh. um, I thought we had more time. And then all of a sudden this month went really quick. Well, I think, yeah, you sent me a text going, we need to get it done this weekend. And I was like, shit, yeah. I better start listening to it. And then he died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's made it a bit more urgent." Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, because you know we needed to motivate. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah but yeah, it changed everything. That. Once he did die, we could do. Yeah. Basically, we have ha- like four or five albums in the chamber for this month. Well, not this month, but for the next few, right? Yeah. And we had no order for them. Um, and you also hadn't picked any of them; they were all mine, I, yeah, all residual ones look, from last I need year. To go on and look and pick some, but I'm because yeah. we had Grimes. And Bowie uh-huh. for good stuff, and then we had uh, the Pope's album, yeah. and uh, Alexander Armstrong's oh, album yeah, that, because yeah. I didn't know it existed, and I realised it was on iTunes as well. And I still haven't listened to one beat of that, no, because I am in fear to listen to it. Oh, it'll be awful. It's... But I really like him as a comedian, and I really like him mm-hmm. as an actor. I don't like him as a game show host. But I want to know oh, now God. why. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, I want to know why he now has to do so many different things. <laughs> why is he playing a game called Look at All My Hats? <laughs> <laughs> he does have many. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we're doing Black, oh, yeah. so, Black Star. Oh, we should probably introduce ourselves because we oh. keep meaning to do that yeah. and then edit it together. We should. Yeah, we should probably have some sort of intro thing so we don't have to mention who we are. Play okay, how we do this now, right? We'll introduce ourselves and then say, this is oral pleasure. Uh, yeah, And then we're going to leave it all in this time to show this is how we made it, but then we'll never do it again. It's like a making of. Exactly. You oh. good? Good. <laughs> right. Cool. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is oral pleasure. Welcome. Boom. Oh. Done. Oh. <laughs> I'll cut that. I you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, we could probably leave all this in. Every intro is like forty-five <laughs> yeah. seconds long. Going, is that it? Oh. Have we done it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh, I've got to play stuff. Um, I'm awful with this podcast, man. Yeah. Well, right, you, you're, we're out of practice because if you haven't yeah. guessed, guys, it's been about five weeks since we recorded. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I can get. Um, I can go with the only bit that I'm actually good at, which is the getting all the facts and figures shit out the way with. And it's going to be hard because it's only been out a week. Well, except, ah, but um, it's done remarkably well in that week. Yeah, because he died. Possibly thanks to him dying. But I have also information on, on his other work, which has done remarkably well this week. Well, I'm really upset, generally speaking, because on my for my birthday, 
22nd of January, guys. You'll notice because that's when this podcast comes out. Um, I was going to buy it on vinyl. Yeah. Sold out. Mm. All right. I know, right? Um, uh, well, I just get cracking all this. Cause I have yeah. Gum, I have tons yeah, of whenever you want to get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> it's his 25th studio album. Is it? Apparently. I thought you had more. But carry on. Um, no, 25. Um, I originally wrote down as 26, then I checked my sources because I thought it was 26, but apparently I've made that up. Ah. Um, released on the 8th of January to 20, uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. Two days later, Bowie died. But we already discussed that, but that's just in my notes. Um, the reviews mm-hmm. online. Um, Pitchfork, 8.5 out of 10. Pretty good. Q, Rolling Stone, The Guardian, The Independent, and All Music. Four stars. Mm-hmm. Metacritic, 86 out of 100. Um, that's off for that one. Um, my notes up here. Um, it sold 150,000 in its first week. Um, which is quite a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a number one in the album chart. I was going to say, it's only just, the first week is only just up. Yeah, so it's a number one in the album chart. Um, 150,000 in its first week. If you consider, like, was it Robin Thicke and, yeah. like, Insane Clown Posse were selling, like, 6,000, no, no, 1,600 or something, yeah. I think it was Robin Thicke. Yeah, so a lot better than him. That's good. Um, because of, I don't know, well, you know what, know what number two in the album charts is at the moment? No. This is just a weird bonus fact. Alexander Armstrong. No. Elvis Presley. With what? Um, it's called If I Can Dream, and it's apparently it's orchestral arrangements of his biggest hits. And that's mm. number two in the charts. What, and they then take his voice and put them over it? Yeah. So it's it's number two in the UK album charts right now. I just thought it was weird. That's why I wrote it down, because I thought it's odd. That doesn't sound good either. No. You might, might have I didn't, add that I to our list. I saw that this morning, and I thought... I'm not even going to listen to that because I really like Elvis but I think that's going to be terrible that's why we need to edit for the list <sighs> um, <laughs> okay so here's some of the things that I learned this morning which is also fallout from his passing away there's a lot of this this is just going to be me talking for a while and being boring um, it's, now because of that there are 13 tracks in the UK top 100 that are Bowie's this week okay and well 7 of them are off this album yeah, and 19, mm-hmm. actually, no, it's, no, no, uh, I'll go through, I'll, well, I'll go through the ones here, man. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the top 100 albums, mm-hmm. 19 of those albums are Bowie's, because they've sold since he's dead. No, no offence to, 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 to Bowie, because yeah. I like Bowie. Right. He hasn't got 19 good albums. Well, but, but, of the ones that are, are good... They're very high up on the oh, all-time but list. I'll, but I'll, uh, see, I've got a list. Yeah, I'll go through all of them. Since his death, he's uh-huh. sold 241,000 albums. Uh, now, I'm not sure now, if that's including the 150 from Blackstar. Hold on. So, so, hold on. I've, I've already lost my phone. I need to look at the date. He's been dead a week. Yeah. And he sold a quarter of a million thousand, in yep. seven days. And 167,000 singles. Now, is that actual singles, or is that people well, download, like downloading one track? Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's not from the new one, it's from older ones as well. Um, and his, his songs, including today with us taking this off, mm-hmm. um, have streamed more than 19 million times from like Apple Music and Spotify since his death. That would make sense, because I'm streaming all my yeah. stuff. So, um, in the, the singles at the moment that are in the charts, in the top 100, 
are Heroes, Life on Mars, Starman, Let's Dance, Space Oddity, and what? Um, I think Black Star's in there somewhere. Black Star with um, my penis! They're all in the top 100. The highest placed one at the moment is uh, Heroes at number 12, um, which, considering when it was released originally in 1977, it only made it to 24. Mm. Um, Life just, on Mars just is a, totally just a quick, quick thing here, just in my head, what's it? What's your sort of go-to Bowie track? If you were to think of something just now in your head, and just go, well, that's, that's, like, if you were going to YouTube, you go, I'm going to listen to something from Bowie just now. And you yeah. go to YouTube and you want to watch something. What would, what would you go for? One, I would never go to YouTube. Two, no, I would go onto my phone and I'd pick Life on Mars, which is probably yeah. one of my best, most played iTunes tracks for no, stuff. That's probably my most listened to Bowie track. The Laughing Gnome. No. Uh, China Girl. You realise that's a cover of an Iggy Pop song? I don't know, but it's just... I, I, always, I think he wrote it, to be frank, yeah, but it's but still a cover I, of an Iggy Pop song. But I always think of him more with that one. And I... I, I don't know, that's... Whenever I think of Bowie, I always go to that. You always think of what, 20 years into his career. Yeah. Well... I don't know why, but I always go to that one. In fact, when I found out he was dead, that was the first thing I went and listened to on What is your favourite Bowie album? I don't have one. Because, um... But I can go through here at the moment. Yeah, and so there's nineteen. There's nineteen albums of his in the top one hundred. Okay, moment. can you do it so like highest to lowest? To I, that's what I'm going like, to do. I haven't, written, I haven't it written it down that way, but I'm going to do it because I can. Then we can then I can literally give you the cutoff point for when to, to when to stop. Okay, uh, we've got ninety seven. At number 97, we've got Five Years, which is 1969 to 73. That's his new Best box stop. set. Oh, is it? Which costs £200 a mile. Oh. Uh, 95, mm-hmm. Space Oddity. Yep. 89, The Man Who Sold the World. Okay. 61, Scary Monsters. Yeah, I'm not a fan. 60, Young Americans. Not a fan. Uh, 59, The Best of 1980 to 1987. Doesn't care. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> 55, Station to Station. Yeah, that's all right. 45, Heroes. Yeah. Pretty much everyone loves it. 42, Let's Dance. You know, you haven't actually got to one that I like yet particularly. Okay. 37, Diamond Dogs. Yeah, I've got that on vinyl. 31, Low. Got that on vinyl, it's possibly my favourite. 25, The Next Day. Uh, I keep meaning to listen to it. That was his last album before this one. And I think it's there about five years. And I was like, I'll sit down and listen to that one day. Never got that. Uh, 23, Aladdin Zane. Got that. 18, Best of Bowie. Don't count. 17, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Got that on vinyl. 14, Hunky Dory. Got that on vinyl. 11, The Best of 1969 to 74. So I think number I have f- that one on tape. Uh, number 5, Nothing Has Changed, The Very Best Of. Don't count. Number 1, Black Star. Makes sense. But that's, I mean, consider, okay, he's died and everything, so he's going to buy you stuff and everything. But to have 19 albums and how many was it 13 tracks so 13 singles and I always find this strange someone dies and you go oh yeah I always meant to buy everything they ever released yeah it's weird yeah. I mean you are or you're not you know I've had it's it's like I, I haven't bought a Bowie album in a decade easy yeah because yet again I was going to buy this for my birthday um, and that's before I even heard it to be quite honest with you and I already own the double A side Sue and Tis a Pity She's a Whore from like last yeah. 2014 well, that, and, and the problem with that is they're both the, from that you know yeah, nothing has changed right yeah. yeah yeah double double 10 inch vinyl yeah um, 
So is it even worth buying black stuff? Now we will find this out. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so what is, what is wrong with me? Oh, by the way, I am also high on Lemsip, uh, full cut breakfast and Lucozade orange today. In yeah. fact, I didn't have time for a shower this morning, so I'm kind of swimming in Lucozade orange a little bit. Yeah. So the first track. Oh yeah. What's is, that called? Well, it's the title track, Black Star. It's called Black Star. Uh, now, I know this. Oh, well, actually, I think it must be. Um, sorry. I'm Carry on. I'm, I'm speaking to myself. This is I'm, your bit where you talk. This is in our monologue where I was talking. Oh, no. Like, this is where you uh, talk to the audience <laughs> while everyone else pretends you can't no, hear. No, no. Like in a uh, Shakespeare play. Yeah. Well, they can't so hear. this was released 19th November 2015. Yep. Um, it reached 61 in the UK and 36 in the US. I wonder how high it would get now. Oh, hold on. Number one. Yep. Um, and I'm going to push play now it's actually sent it 21 seconds but that doesn't matter that's cool because the good drums are in by then here's the thing right did I ever make you? Li- I, I'm sure in the past I have made you listen to Scott Walker, and I'm adamant you don't like Scott Walker, and this sounds like him doing Scott Walker, <laughs> and so I'm already scared for the entire okay. album. Well, the first time listening through to this, uh-huh. which was after his death, uh-huh. um, this is. I mean, the opening track's ten minutes long, so I already knew before even pushing play I was in trouble because uh-huh. my attention span. Um, first time listening through I got to four minutes and skipped it because I was like fuck this because <laughs> <laughs> um, well my main note here is drum and bass mixed with jazz why would I like this quick answer I wouldn't well um, you know what I mean it doesn't remind me of this but I can I can link it it has links to like almost the creativeness or or kind of shrug, you know a, a shrug and fuck it we're going to do this of like Kid A and how much you hated that yeah for like how it was well, mixing I, I think, sort of noise that, yeah well I think even my notes in this first one is this is too experiment too experimental for me I can't take it um, also I've got a time code <laughs> buried for, in my notes somewhere is this is my type of experimental music <laughs> See, you're, you're more open to this kind of stuff. Than I. <laughs> I, 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 a, I am open to anything. I, to I, I, I apparently am open to nothing. <coughs> I hate everything except the things that I like. And why do I like them? I don't know. Because if I look at it too deeply, I start to hate them. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I think 3.30 apparently is when it starts losing me. And I think we'll see quite quickly why. I think it's that. Look, the one note saxophone. Yeah. Here you go. But that's what I love about it. You know I love crazy free jazz sax. I have more notes on this on our next song. Because well, uh, <laughs> you don't like crazy free jazz sax? No? We will get to that. Okay. We will, we will get. I think. But see, now going back to previous albums done when that's kind of things happening, I haven't minded the sax so much. It seems to have been the piano that bugs me. But seeing as the piano is not really, can, 
There was no piano. Mm. It's yeah. I, you have to move on to the next yeah, instrument. I think, I think because the piano was so horrible, I kind of went, well, at least the sax is okay. And now in this, it's like, oh, there's no piano, it's just the sax. The sax is horrible. Um, so it, it needed the terrible piano for me to like that part. Mm. Yeah, so there you go. Just add some piano and then more. Um, so, yeah, so have you got anything else to say on Probably. Black Star? Um, it, it, it's weird that... Um, I'm in a, not a minority, I suppose, but I was able to listen to this album as it came out yeah. and think, wow, this seems to be kind of morbid. And then he died. Yeah. And then you went, and then it sort of opened up a whole, oh. Because basically he's written his own requiem. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's written his own, like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's somewhere between incredibly... You know, not to speak ill of the dead, but it's going to come occasionally. It's somewhere between incredibly uh, pompous of yourself. Because a lot of the, 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 the themes seems to be how... Almost like how he's inspired creativity in others without losing his own creativity. Mm. Like over and over again, it's kind of mentioned. You know, from the random candle metaphors to the, the it's just weird uh, <laughs> um what else we got no that's uh, yeah over and over again I, it, my notes do say that uh, it's like latter day Scott Walker Aww. which is not a bad thing for me I like I'd like to point out latter day Scott Walker starts in about 1969 and just gets more <laughs> extreme Aww. but um um track two Tis a pity she was a whore. Indeed. Is this the my my brother-in-law uh, who really loves Bowie got had an issue with this album because there's quite a lot of swearing on well, it. Well, see, that's something that I think I think I've got a note about that at some mm. point. I think it's it's well, I guess track five. Mm. Um, going to in that I see I. not been a huge Bowie fan so I haven't listened to everything that Bowie's done mm-hmm. but if it's been mm-hmm. sort, of read, sort of popular prominent then I've heard it mm-hmm. and I just don't think I've heard him swear and stuff before no he's probably swore in films because yeah no but, but, but I mean in, but, I, in but no, of, that's what I mean like in song I don't really think there's much no and I still think that there are certain people who are certain people who need to swear in their in their stuff Eminem 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 <laughs> <laughs> NWA <laughs> they're just good. certain people have to swear on their stuff and certain people it works mm-hmm. and there are other people who have to swear because they don't have any talent it's covering up the fact they've got no talent mm-hmm. but it's terrible and then there's people I see like, I see it and then who swears but it works people who swear it doesn't work and there's people here who have fucking huge amounts of talent I see I, I'm terrible I don't have talent yeah, you're, you're talent um, tell already. Um, but then swear and it just feels weird and off and when he swears, it just, I'm like, oh, it takes me out of it. I, it doesn't take me out of it, but I, I did raise an eyebrow and I don't think I've really, you know, because he's said certain things, right? I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's said, uh, he's definitely dropped a uh, whore and bitch over the time. Yeah. But when he's talking about how a woman took his cock and then drops the F-bomb 50 times in one song, yeah. like he's Rage Against the Machine, that was like, wow, that was really unexpected. I know, it's just, I don't know. It just, uh, it just anyway, anyway it's yeah, a pity she was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you need time codes or anything? Just... No, no. I'm free of time codes on this. Because this song that I barely listened to for the album and that I'd already listened to a thousand times because of... Uh, this was the free jazz nightmare return that made me go, yeah. <laughs> One of my... <laughs> the word nightmare appears in my... <laughs> find it strange that they would set put this before Sue because because they're both they're companion pieces to each other like literally Sue and this are and obviously Sue's supposed to be listened to first because like like the title Tis a Pity She's a Whore directly references a 17th century play right by John Ford mm-hmm. which the plot of which is updated for the song Sue so the two are literally yeah. linked and then on Black Star they've inverted them which is really weird yeah. <coughs> um, but well, hey back to the song my only note well do you want me to keep playing or no just keep no. talking um, my only note was uh, my Kamisi Washington nightmares have returned <laughs> Um, and I, I think that's when I just uh, oh I waited till it was finished just by rocking back and forth here just wait I was this this will actually make you quite happy then I was reading uh, an interview with um, what's his face I don't know Tony Visconti oh I was gonna that was the name it was just on the tip of my tongue you know Tony Visconti the inventor of the biscuit yes he also produced this album. Okay. As well as uh, Hunky Dory and uh, Man Who Sold the World okay. and uh, a bunch of good stuff. Anyway, he said <laughs> that they took inspiration on this album from Kendrick Lamar and Kamasi Washington. Yeah. And then they went, wow. they decided that's why later on there's a song written completely or. or, or Strongly in a made-up language from a clockwork orange. <laughs> See, oh. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> it's just noises. But is it because you're you really want to speak ill of the dead right now? <laughs> no, not, I have no fear of that. He's not. Um, he's not fresh in his urn. Considering he was I have no fear of that. Considering on Twitter this week, I already live tweeted a funeral. So. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was not Bowie's. No, um, I was going to reference that it was. How did you get a ticket? <laughs> but I, I wasn't even that mean. Uh, um, oh, I was trying to see. Oh, sub no. Don't get me wrong. I, oh, Alan no. Rickman died. Oh, oh no. I oh, know that's upset. This, this has been a this has been a pretty crap year for that so far. Because don't get me wrong. I, I say, I'm not a huge Bowie fan, mm. but he's one of these people that's always been there, and you kind of feel I, it's always going to be, but. Maybe he's not. No, I, I said but, that to my sister yeah. at one point because she was really upset. But I was like, "Is it weird that he seemed like one of the few people who couldn't die?" Yeah, almost. Well, that's, that's it. It's just. It's like, and he's always been pre- like, right? You you might slag this album off, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing I will say is, if you consider how long Bowie went and how long Paul McCartney went, right? Oh. He's definitely had a stronger streak than the shit that Paul McCartney's been releasing for the last thirty years. All is right. 
Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't like this album, but mm. I can still see that it's a good album. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it, this is not the Bowie that I'm going to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, because because you're Jane Janey. Yeah. Because I'll I'll just think of him as a Goblin King or something for a while. Mm. Um, Jareth the Goblin King. For so many years on Twitter, my bio was uh, was uh, uh, Gareth the Joblin King. <laughs> the first that no one ever got it. The, and now, <laughs> the first thing I did when I found out that he died Ooh. is I went on Facebook and posted the link to um, Adam and Joe. Just it was a compilation then talking about um, Bowie and doing their impression. Because so, so so it wasn't so, so China Girl wasn't the first thing I oh, listened yeah. to after I found out he was dead. It was Adam and Jewel. <laughs> so I think that probably says more about. If you can find it, I'm sure it'll be on his SoundCloud page. There's a um, Adam put together like an hour long retrospective on Bowie for BBC Six like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's really good. If I remember, I'll put it in the links of this because I have no playlist at the minute because I've been very busy at work. Oh. Um, I suppose yeah because. That like you expect Bowie just to be here forever because he always has been. Yeah. And see, well, Alan Rickman probably hurt, hit me more because I like more of the stuff. Saying that, never watched Die Hard all the way through. Because that was the yeah. one of the first but, films I watched that was super violent. Yeah. I mean, it really. I, that was the thing. Both him and Bowie, about the age of ten, I really got into both of them. I see. I think I still think my. <laughs> In my head, my first thing I remember seeing him in, or the thing that really sort of stuck with me the first time I saw him, was um, Robin Hood, I think. Because yeah. I saw it in the cinema. And my main memory of that is that at one point he says something about cutting something out with a spoon, mm. right? Um, and then later on, there was a bit as well where he said he was going to cut someone's tongue out. And this guy down the front of the cinema just went, with a spoon. And I was like, oh, well done you. But it's probably about his third time of seeing it and he'd been practising that joke. Yeah. Like in Seinfeld episode. Um, but at, at the time, I was just like, oh, that was really funny. Well done. And that made that film better for me. So every time I see that film, I think of that guy, whoever he was, in that dark cinema, shouting out the, <laughs> with a spoon line. Here he is! <laughs> I thought he'd be fatter. Um, oh. I don't know why I'm, I'm assuming it was a fat guy um, but yeah um, but I, think, I mean this year the way it's going because I know you've had like Celine Dion's husband died I don't know who he is no, then. I don't know. but then two days later her brother died mm. and they both died I mean that's like um, Rickman was cancer mm. um, Bowie was cancer and these both these guys died the same kind of it's brain and tongue cancer what the fuck? I don't know. I never even heard of it. Didn't know kid brain and tongue were well, could be that close together. I don't think the same cancer would affect them both or something. Mm. But uh, they both died the same one two days apart. That's weird. And Lemmy cancer. Le- oh yeah, well, I forgot about Lemmy. Um, yeah, I was, just, was that this year? Or was that the end? Of... I, I'm gonna say it was like, like Hawk Renee. Yeah, because there was that, and I just sitting there looking at these people that have died and thinking, God actually people I've liked this year except for Celine Dion's people I don't know who the fuck they are but it's still <laughs> sad for it's still, it's still sad <laughs> my thoughts are about their family yeah, uh, as a, she ain't got a family left that's the problem oh, oh shit and that'd be, she's like one of 13 or something it's her brother or something. yeah she's and her husband but she's one of 13 kids she hasn't got 13 husbands though no but she's got plenty of family left because there was 13 of them okay that's not what I meant on that part but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, can no, get a, be, she can get a new husband she can. She's a whole one. 
But they're not, not right now. We give it a month. Give, give it a month. <laughs> <laughs> Let her grieve for three weeks. She'll be fine by February. Send one of our friends, grab her phone, stick her on Tinder. She'll be fine. Swipe right, swipe right. <laughs> um, and what was the point I was making? Yeah, I have just, no fucking like, idea. Well, this year, so, uh, this year, I've just got a terrible feeling that everybody I've ever liked is going to go. And I think, because he's kind of been... Oh, no, I've got a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I'm most worried for turning on the news someday and finding out Ian McKellen's gone. Because I think I'll be fucking devastated. Well, so Ian's had, like, rectal cancer well, exactly. for, like, five it's, years. Well, that's the thing. It's just, it's... Again, it's only out of January, and I'm just like, I'm going to spend the rest of this year in particular just dreading turning on the news for for him going. That's why you need to put all the people you care about in your Deadpool. Then if they die, you get some sort of sick. Well, no, but I didn't put him in that actually. I just did it because I didn't want them to die. No, I get it, but that's what I'm saying. But if you did, you get points. Yeah. You know, like if you uh, bet against your favourite football team, because um, then if they lose, you still get something out of it. Remember, who's on my Deadpool this year, but the. the the ages are all quite high because I went for people that look like they're going to drop the NSA. like Al from uh, Happy Days except the oh well I got him was last year I'm going to tell that people copied mine from the year before and went well, what could it because nobody knew who Al, Al Molnaro was well they did but they, nobody thought to put him on their Deadpool list because no one knew and then they all went oh it's on his list and he didn't die last year stick him on there that's why you shouldn't be able to see each other's lists oh. then right they just cheat and whatnot they um, take the best <laughs> the best living old people um, but yeah everyone's quite old except I have stuck uh, Sheila Booth on there because I just want him dead and if he does die I want a bit more reason to celebrate I think, I just think you're mean there because he's done nothing wrong he's just an asshole who, who can't handle his drink well there you go he's an asshole no so what there's plenty of assholes in the street who don't get filmed they're and told they're cunts yeah but they're not celebrities so I won't get any points for them dying I want them dead as well don't get me wrong but uh, okay, I won't get uh, points for them. Side of your dumb leg. <laughs> oh, never mind. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess who's just been added to my non-celebrity Deadpool? Uh, not you. I, I imagine not. That seems weird. Because we don't have one. Um, <laughs> but, but once you convince Ryan to get one. I'll suggest it. <laughs> um, right, uh, do we going to move on to track three? Is that Lazarus? It is Lazarus. Cool. Released 17th December 2015. Reached mm-hmm. number 45 in the UK. Yep. And it wasn't in the US. I don't know why I always just pick on US and UK. Everything else was like Norway and shit. Who cares about Norway? Norway's cool. I've been in Norway. It's adequate. Yeah, do you reckon they listen to In Between Days by The Cure? Because it's got a real... 80s slidey kill vibe at the end. I actually like this one. But now you don't because I mentioned it sounds like the no, cure. It's fine. I like, <laughs> I like the cure. Um, I, I've got one issue with one of the lines. Oh, and that for it's me. It's like Al Pacino's on your couch. Oh, oh my back hurts so bad. See, this is better, better use of the sax in this. You just want it to be like a seedy 80s erotic thriller at all times. I, I, I always went that my music. <laughs> you want Kim Bassinger dressed as a man having sex with Rick and, Mo- uh, Rick and Morty? No. <laughs> uh, as uh, <laughs> 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 Mickey Rock. Mickey Rooney. Oh. 
<laughs> Dresses the Chinaman from Burks the Chip. See, now, here's a bit. Here's the issue I was coming up. I've got scars that can't be seen. I've got drama can't be stolen. Well, maybe it's next verse. I think it's second verse. Everybody knows me now. I'm going to turn this down for a second until we get close to the second verse. Oh, I think it's just one line. I just um, for me it just doesn't work, and I'm not entirely sure why. But it just gets to me. I I have no idea because I'm uh, looking through the through them, going nothing in here really is particularly. But it's just it just. Would you like more of a hint as to where you're looking? Well, I think it's, no, it's fine. I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's the bridge then. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit then. <laughs> yeah, it's the bridge then. It's just... Here we go. Come on. Maybe I'm going too far. No, you have not. Okay. It's now going in the new way. I mean, you can look at it again, but it's now literally at the bridge. New York. Yeah. I was like a king. That's fine. Don't feel that. Then I used up all my money. I was looking for your hands. I just I don't know why that bugs me so much, but I just that line just feels so out of place to me. Yeah, but he might have done his classic thing where he takes lines and cuts them out and then puts them in a hat and pulls them out at random. That's how he wrote a lot of his songs. Well, he shouldn't have done that with this one. I thought that was an Eno thing. No, that 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 became a Bowie thing. Eno does it as well. But, but remember, did, he, did he steal it from him? Or well, he... remember they worked on three albums together. Well, that's what I'm saying, but I'm like, who come up with it first? Well, I don't know. Why, I don't, I don't think... why don't you know? It's not a game. You did... You, uh, it's a work ethic. You're supposed to be good at this. They do it together. What do you want me to say? Mm. Bowie's always done it, to my knowledge. No, Kurt Cobain did it all the time, and he's definitely not connected to either of the two. He's not even connected to his own head anymore. Well, I think he was connected to his head, but there was definitely mush at the front. There, yeah, there was quite a lot of it missing. There was a porridgey mess. Oh, God, this is a, we're just talking about death. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought it would have oh. been so morbid to do this one? Oh, what have you done to us, Bowie? Oh, um, Bowie! I said that's just my. I said that's, if I had to pick an issue with the track, it's that one line, and I don't know why it bugs me so much. Well, neither do I, because it, um, it's not really offensive, is it? Oh, and apparently the saxophone around about five minutes kind of now annoys me. Let's have a quick go at that. Four fifty-one. Here we go. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> you know I like that kind of thing. It's actually not bothering me as much this time. I think it's just like, oh, that's no, it's, it's this bit. So it's not the high pitch that it's. Yeah, I like that too. So it's like, no, it's just. No. Anyway. Um, My notes for this are really poncy. <laughs> well. That's, fair, that's what we expect. No, but I'm I'm the one remember that my favourite thing is that I read poncy notes and then I have to boil them down into meh and meh and I like it and leave it at that. 
And that's the thing, it's like, I write the nonsensical, doesn't know anything about music, gibber crap notes, and you write the good ones but that are actually insightful. Did you know this was written for an off-Broadway play? Yeah, because yeah, he wrote a play or something. Yeah, that. with Dexter's in the lead. Dex- the guy who played Dexter, that serial killer TV oh, show. Okay. And so he went to Dexter Fletcher, and I was like, what? No, he, <laughs> he was busy writing and directing. Was Dexter Fletcher? Yeah. And Polk and Julia Swalhalla, was he? Well, I don't know if he... Yeah, well, that he used was to. 30 years ago. Yeah, well, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know he still worked, so I'm quite surprised. He was. He, he wrote and directed Sunshine on Leaf, the the Proclaimers musical. <laughs> As, I, I, yes, in my past I have gone to see the Proclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have watched the musical. It only came out last year. I think I watched it the same day I watched Filth. It was a strange Scottish well, double I bill. Not, I did not see the live show or the movie. and um, Yeah, Yeah, no, that happened. And then he made a film that everyone loves at the minute, but I can't think what it is. I should probably Google him, but I don't, we, we aren't made of time. No, and it's Dexter Fletcher. He gives a fuck. Well, actually, I'm sure a lot of people do, so let's quickly Google oh. Dexter Fletcher. <laughs> Damn you. Dexter Fletcher... To ya, Dexter Fletcher. To ya, Dexter, Dexter Fletcher. Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what let's, you... let's write the Dexter Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? Press gang. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he uh, he's directed the Eddie the Eagle movie, starring Hugh Jackman, Christopher Walken, and the guy from uh, Kingsman. Plays Eddie's Eagle. The guy from Kingsman, the kid. Oh, okay, thanks for that. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> I might actually watch that. It's not a bad trailer. Oh dear. Who would have thought I'd have given a shit about that? Yeah. Oh well, fair play to him. He's taught me a lesson. Um, right, anyway, what have I got this? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was written for the off Broadway play, um, but do you know what the play's about? Death. No! <laughs> sort of. It's, it revisits the character of Thomas Jerome Newton, who was... Uh, who Bowie played in The Man Who Fell to Earth. Oh! And, you know, it's a... Then it gets really ponty, and I need to try and reword it. That's been called the ponty one. You want me to read it as is? Yes. A condensation of the human narrative birth, death, into a single song, and like the biblical parable of Lazarus... Death pervades in life as life pervades in death. Boom! The king! <laughs> nah, that's two points in this to a whole new life. <laughs> <laughs> I was not quite prepared for it. Was, he just starting off with a con... con oh, well, I forgot what it was really, but it, it impressed me right from the start. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also had to put notes at the bottom in case I forgot the... Uh, Lazarus's full name from the Bible because Lazarus of Bethany. Oh, maybe. I know, right? I should have known that, man. And I like uh, autocorrect. Uh, autocorrect has been kind to my. Um, died for four days before being redirected by Jesus. His <laughs> 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 URL was wrong. <laughs> oh. It's like he wanders into the underworld and goes, come on, this way. <laughs> <laughs> holds a sign that says detour <laughs> and that you, go, you, you end up in heaven if it exists and Jesus is just standing there with the same word with your name on it and a fluorescent vest and, and a hard hat <laughs> those, I get those 
like torch beacon yes. things like waving you in like you're a flame nice um, would he need them or would it be like lightsabers coming out of the holes in his stigmata if it's lightsabers it's different he means he's going to attack you <laughs> yeah but only the size of butter knives a lightsaber that's how you're still going to do damage <laughs> you're already go, dead go. can cauterize the wounds it goes through but still it's just a torch but it has an end to it or like a rubber nod in the end so it doesn't cut no because that's why it's still a lightsaber <laughs> otherwise it would just be one of them and he's just stuck it through the, the hole in his like end like a little rubber bung you get in toy guns now so you know that they're not harmful yeah uh. the orange tip <laughs> uh. and then they'll just go the dark nails through his hands it's a neon tube. Yeah, but the nephew's is quite big. I mean, otherwise he's not going to... It'd be quite big to hold him up on a bit of wood. I don't think that's true. Be big nails. No. Yeah, yeah. He's a big tips. It'd be like big, square-looking... Because they're not going to make small nails because they don't, have the, <laughs> they don't have the tools or facilities to make small nails. No, I get that, but like, I just mean the ends are going to have to be quite round you know, to hold him on. But other than that, well, they're not going to be smooth because otherwise he could just pull his hand right off it. But no, there's going to be like a chunk in the end to stop the whole. That's what I'm saying. But, it's, but it's, that's the bit that needs to be big. The rest but it's of it. still going to be. It's going to be long because it's going to hold them up there, so it's going to going to go through the wood. Why is this an stuck. argument? I don't even understand how it's this came about. At least six inches long. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I would imagine almost as much as nine inch nails. <laughs> <laughs> is that where they got their name? I don't know. According to Madonna, it should be he should be called I, three inch nails. I don't think they mentioned the length of the nails in. Uh, the bubble <laughs> they actually measured them after he came down because they had no respect uh, but they did have a ruler no yeah. <laughs> oh, in my head I had something about ruler of thumb but I can't think of what it was um, never mind <laughs> rule of hand more like no. yeah. uh, oh my lips hurt so bad okay oh. right so um, track four what Sue or in the season of crime oh. intriguing um, originally, already said, originally released in November 2014 as a lead single from his compilation album Nothing Has Changed in the UK it got to 81 the B-side was Tis a Pity She Was a Whore might <laughs> <laughs> be way to say it um, true and I've already said everything about this already okay. so about, well, I'm going to play some because I have only one note but I'm going to play a little bit of it okay, as well we have to play it. we have to play it. Starts off a bit Spy movie! <laughs> so it starts off a bit Mission Impossible. <laughs> Melissa yeah. McCarthy is spy. <laughs> um, there is. See, come on, get to them. Keep going, buddy. Hurry. Though it's just in that sort of start, but the way it can, as he's singing, it's kind of the music's kind of jumping about. Yeah, um, it is. It's like the whole final battle thing in Labyrinth. You know when he's kind of like singing at her and she's trying to walk about those stairs and get the kid back. I know exactly what you're talking about. I do not remember it being anything like this, but do you remember the, the, not the music from that at all. I remember Magic Dance. <laughs> I remember Magic Dance, but there's better songs than that. I don't think there is in the Labyrinth. 
the one with the dance that's a good song in that one the whole sort of slow there's a horrible thing happening here I don't remember Labyrinth honestly as well as you do a film I remember less than you I've I've watched that quite a lot I I think it's because I really quite fancied what's her face Jennifer Connelly yeah yeah Still do, really. She's fine looking woman. Married to Paul Bettany, Vision well, himself. Yeah. Well done to him. Good on him. Yeah. Job's a good one. <laughs> Don't quite know what that means in that town, but you know. He know. built a perfect <laughs> wall with his penis. Oh, would, would that be a re- reference? If Job's a good one, would that be a reference to beautiful children if they have them? I assume they do have children. Mm-hmm. In that, I'm pretty yeah. sure she is a mother. <laughs> and he's a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> he's a new motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> that miserable. Okay. Uh, I'll keep referencing that thing in my head. No, no but uh, PFT as yeah. uh, Daddy Glover. Daddy it only Glover. happened once, and it's such a good. Yeah. It's such a good. <laughs> oh God! I wish it wasn't that day. No, um, anyway. Um, okay, so you've said everything you were going to say about this one. Because <coughs> I said about it on the other one. And I I just think it sounds like that final battle sequence thing from Labyrinth, which it does. Fine, Billy, I'll watch it again one day. I'll force you to watch the clip later on. I don't think you will. I will. You haven't finished watching Twin Peaks yet. I'm not going to. After two years of me oh, asking you to watch a quick, simple right, fucking thing. Here's a thing for you to do for me right now. What? Right? And they're going to be so annoyed by this. Yeah. But, well, the question I'm going to ask you, but it's for a good reason, and I'm going to ask you to text me something right now. Okay? Uh-huh. If, if it's what I think it is, <laughs> I'm walking out of your house. <laughs> what do you think it is? Let's carry on. <laughs> no, you don't. Let's no, carry on. Because it is exactly what you think it is. Uh-huh. Which pilot am I supposed to walk? Because the thing is, I then go and think, right, okay, I remember that. And then the next day, you know what my memory's like? Yeah. If it's written down somewhere... I can. What upsets me most about your memories? I know you've watched the pilot more than once. <laughs> I can't remember which one. It's, it's the European just, one. It's the European. You do not watch the European. Okay, so I, there you go. So, so, but can you text me that or something just now? Saying watch can the international is it the international one, not the European? No, just just watch the normal one. Do no. not watch. It's called the European cut. Do not watch the European. Do not watch European cut. Watch the shortest cut. How's that? Is that easier for you? That's fine. Because the European one. It's 15 to 20 minutes longer and it tells you who the killers are. Okay, well they say don't watch the European one. No, it's written down and I can look that up and tomorrow when I forget. Yeah. I'd see You're lucky I almost stormed out here. <laughs> but it, it, look, it shows that I'm trying to it does to. not. You're going backwards. Last time I was watching it with you, you were on season two, episode one, which is otherwise known as episode eight. And now you're on the pilot again. That's because I watched the second episode that a couple of times just because I liked the first like ten minutes with the weird guy coming in and then just giving them thumbs up for ages. <laughs> that is possibly my favourite moment of what would have been TV if I'd watched it on TV ever. And that is just for how long that goes on, and yet I'm endlessly entertained by it because it's great. <sighs> anyway, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> I've had my ride for that day. All right, will I just start playing some of Track Five? Uh, Girl loves me. 
Hey, I've sent you a text. Hey. Oh, it's come through on both devices. Um, I'll speak to both devices. Do you have Amp Me yet? No. Amp Me! No, I don't. Okay. Should I have that? I, I don't know. I, I kind of like it, but it, I, it might be pointless for you. What's, what's on? <laughs> it's an app called Amp Me, and you put it on all your devices. Yeah. And then you can sync the speakers to release one one piece of music so between my phone your phone your iPad your Mac everything my laptop all at once like a wall of noise okay it's quite cool except my phone's really quiet so it's pretty shit um um yeah the uh, free app of the week there which I'm Mm -hmm. currently playing through at the moment uh, Lifeline some sort of weird text based RPG kind of thing okay it's I'm only a little bit into it, and it's just see, it gives you little options once it goes through the storyline. Um, somebody trapped, like they crash landed on a planet thing, and they're like a student with all these people. Everyone else is dead, and she's communicating with you to try and do stuff. And every now and again, she'll say, "Well, I'm going to go to sleep now because I need to rest up because I'm injured and shit." You go, "Yeah, fine, okay." And then it'll be like three or four hours before she your game continues. Cause it's kind of real time. Okay, but it's yeah, it's not bad. Also offers uh, a, uh, Apple Watch app, so that, that's um, nice to know. Me is not showing up. And palm reading, know your future. Like we can learn to read palms. It's underneath mm. Lifeline. It's from the Internet Design Zone. That's nice. And we get. Is it? There's no lines on my hand. Is this a bad thing? See, I've got a weird. I was looking at my hand last night, and I've got a weird line that's turned up. Recently, that didn't used to be there before. It really hurt for a while. A little, a little, <laughs> Is that because you cut it? In? No, it's, it's it's like it almost looks like I've cut it, but I've never cut it at any point. And yet, this thing, and for like a good fortnight, this line which just made itself appear and has now become normal part of my hand really fucking hurt. Well, it looks like I'm going to have three heart attacks. That's about certain. Because <sighs> my lifeline, uh, my heart line, just stops right which, before my middle finger. Which is the lifeline. It's the, according to this app that I just <laughs> stared at, it's the one that starts quite harshly under the pinky. Uh-huh. And then goes up and underneath the other thing as well. Okay, because on one hand... Oh, I don't know if you're supposed to look at both. It's quite long and it goes underneath my sort of big, that finger there, that mm-hmm. one. And on the other one, it stops right underneath that one. Well, I, I think you look at your dominant hand... Okay. So I'm concerned that mine stops and then starts twice. Mm. So that's the three heart attacks. Mine splinters off. Maybe mine, mine actually goes along there and then takes a right angle and goes right up the finger. So does that mean you'll never die? Cool. I'll go with that one. <laughs> um, or, uh, Personally, I mean, if I if I thought I'd never die, I'd never get anything well, done. I'd barely get anything done. The thing is that, that when I do die, I won't know anything about it. So as far as I'm concerned, I will live forever. You don't know anything about it because I'll be dead, and I won't know. Yeah, it. but there's a there's a period between life and death that's so painful. <laughs> well, not if you go in your sleep. No one goes in their sleep. People who say he went peaceful in his sleep don't take into account they woke up gasping for breath and begging for mercy. Yeah. But no one else know, you know who it was peaceful for. All the other fucks who were who were chilling out yeah. in the front room after uh, while the old I'm person gonna, died. It'd be different. <laughs> Anyway, and 
I've lost my mind by that point, so who cares? Well, you've lost it already, pretty much, when it well, comes to actually retaining information. Yeah, or that weird psychotic episode I had here that I was talking to no one. And yeah, and then you did that again at the wedding, well, like I, I said. I forgot about the wedding thing. I still don't remember the wedding. Well, I don't understand how you don't remember that. We even talked about it. I'll have to bring a uh, find chat a day, which is the podcast we did on the way home, because you talked about it then. Okay, I'll have to listen to that again. It's on here somewhere. Anyway, um, Girl Loves Me. Track 5. <coughs> Oh, is this the one that's in NADSAT? This what? Yeah, this is the one that's in NADSAT. Yes, that's exactly what you saw. <laughs> Yes, I think this is, the, this is the one where I'm like, he doesn't need to swear. But I really, really like this stuff. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it mixes Nadsat with uh, Polari. Polari! Oh! My only notes are, for, well, one thing, he doesn't need to swear. I don't like it when he swears for some reason. No. Um, I don't fucking like it when Bowie swears. Bowie's better than this. This is garbage. Well, harsh. Yeah. Hot garbage for the dead. Yeah. The poor garbage on his corpse and laugh. Uh, on his ashes, he's already been cremated. Well, I'm going to throw ashes in the faces of his relatives. And Not Duncan. Duncan's sweet. You can throw him at a man if you want. Which one? I don't I'll mind. Throw them at hey! many, I'll throw him at many. Um, but, um... Yeah, it's written in Nadsat from uh, Clockwork Orange. Because yeah. it's one of uh, Bowie's favourite books. And also in Polari, the 70s English gay slang. There you go. So, uh, hold on. Can I, can I, right, where is it? Where is it? Stop looking at me. Don't judge me. Uh... So I believe uh, is, if I got I haven't really got the whole thing done, but <laughs> for example, I, I love how this translates it almost as badly as it is initially. But hey. so when he says "China so sound so titty up this Malchek say party up mood nanti veloset round on Tuesday," mm-hmm. yep. what he means is. <laughs> Girl so sound, so dick up this boy say party up man, no drugs around on Tuesday. Oh, no Makes perfect yeah. sense there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> after I after I uh, de- uh, translated that bit, I couldn't be fucked doing anymore because I realised none of it really no. made sense. Oh, <coughs> me. Um, and then uh, my, my my only note outside of that is. Uh, this whole thing is my kind of experimental. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, I that's the other than my notes are garbage. I've, um, not my notes are garbage. My note was this is garbage. Um, yeah, my note was very good, but my uh, notes are garbage. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I have nothing else to say about. Track six. 
Dollar days. Dollar days. On you go. Dollars there, spoken about folding. Oh, right, I thought he was looking through his notes. Oh, could be. I thought he was maybe just wrestling some money, going, Look how much money I got. Can't take it with you. You know, like when Rod Stewart got to that point that he needed like, the lyrics to Maggie May in front of him. Fucking asshole. Yeah. You've sang it a million times. While we're listening to it. Is this the most downbeat album he's made since Low? I mean, it's really downbeat. But is it his most downbeat album since Low? As a hint, Low is called Low. Yeah, but this is actually about his actual impending death. So this has to be... This is one of my favourite notes I've ever written. Because of what happens in the next track. Which we'll mention on the next track. But yeah, by this point, I was getting quite teary-eyed. All in all, it must be said. Oh, my God. Um, this album didn't make me feel bad. In that... <laughs> I really wanted to like it. And society made me feel like I had to like it. Because everyone was rushing out. And they were getting it. And all the, all the reviews and stuff were kind of saying how great it was. And I'm sitting there going, oh god, I don't like this. Well, it's, that's the great thing about opinion. Everyone's allowed. But it's just, it's, it's good, it's, again, the fact is, again, he is, or was, this incredibly talented again, human being, mm. who I did sort of could like and respect. Or, no, I, just, I, I tried to like this. I really did. And I just, I just can't. Yeah, but when was the last time you listened to a Bowie album? No, and I don't mean like when it came out, right? Did you listen to Earthling when it came out? I said, but you know me out. No, but what oh, I'm saying is, I, you like Bowie, yeah, from the seventies and the eighties, more from the eighties apparently, yeah, which is upsetting to me on many <laughs> levels. The shittest period of his of, of but, his. Uh, but career. if you look at me in the eighties, the shit that I did listen to, um. The fact that I managed to get out of it and, and ended up liking Bowie is fine because I could have liked a lot worse. A lot worse. I, I don't know if you could. <sighs> How many Chicken Steven singles did you own? <laughs> true, true. Because <laughs> uh, I owned them all. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have owned them all. Oh. How many Hazy Fantasy 12 inches did you own? Oh, okay, none of that. Because your favourite song is John Wayne Big Leggy, right? John Wayne is Big Leggy! I don't think I've ever heard that. You've never heard Hazy Fantasy's John Wayne is Big Leggy? Can we take a pit stop in the depression just to put that on for a minute? If you can go there, I might look for it. I, I, I totally... I, I know it's on Apple Music because I listened to it recently. And uh, I'm attached to your thing. Can I borrow your Bluetooth? Can you... Um, in a... Oh, I don't... I don't... Noises! I'm going to disconnect from that and make a lovely noise. There we go. Very futuristic. It is. Um, that's that's my one I got from Christmas, not the one that I got from thing. Oh, Inatech something. Inatech something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I got from my mum. Okay. And I like that one better because I can actually stand my uh, iPad in it. Okay. Which is handier. Um, the sound's kind of. So what you're saying yeah. is you have two Bluetooth speakers oh, in the same room? Oh, but that one got for free. 
But that one's not even set up and switch that one on. It's just got groups down on top of it. Well, I'll do it one day. I'll set that up for mine, and then we can play both at the same time. <laughs> Music that's battle. Actually, that's actually probably got better sound. Actually, I, didn't, I think I did that one today because it was close at hand. But the uh, the other one's got better sound. Right. What am I looking for? Inner tech. Sorry. Trying not to make a noise. Um, Inner tech something. Okay, I'm apparently connected. Yeah, it'll be. It hasn't. Oh, I didn't heard that before in my life. I've never had that before in my life. And guess what? The only thing that Hazy Fantasy ever gave us was uh, Boy George admits he stole his look from them. I've never heard of them before in my life. (laughs) But I'll tell you something. There's a bold statement for you. This was the worst thing you've ever made me listen to. (laughs) (laughs) You know my theory that sometimes you have to watch a bad film to appreciate the good ones? That's why that song exists on my phone. Oh. Uh, you still connected? Oh shit! I sh- probably shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I turned my Bluetooth off, tooth off. It made it easier. Nope. <coughs> anyway, so yeah, so dollar days, we've done that. Right. So yeah, you know, that, so that's got us uh, to the final track. I can't give everything away. I know this is where I started to get really upset because after I point out the um, is it the most downbeat album from uh, since Low, I can't give everything away. The, the harmonica theme yeah. is from A New Career in a New Town from Low, yeah. and A New Career in a New Town take it in sort of like this metaphor. Yeah. It's really upsetting, <laughs> <laughs> or in the metaphor of life and moving on. It's like ugh. Right, let's have a little, let's have a little lesson. Any time yeah. codes or anything? Or... No, no, I have no time codes. I've pretty much said all my notes on this. I was just no. super uh, upset by the time this came on. By the time that harmonica line come, comes in. Because it already meant so much to me because of the amount of times I've heard it in my life. Mm. And it's now in a new context that basically says I'm moving on to another place and you can't come.
skip ahead a little bit. Just... Yeah. You're early, like, I got a headache from that, and they went. Okay. Nope. Nice. Would you describe, you missed it, so would you describe that as good sex? I'm pretty sure that's, that's good sex. That's, that was alright. Actually, I'm just going to pause it now, because it's going to all the same. Harsh. <laughs> no. Um, for me, second best thing on the album, which uh-huh. I'm not really saying much though, but... Um, is that like saying that Mortal Kombat the movie is better than Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation? I would not know because I have not watched Annihilation. Oh. Um, I figured they had everything said they needed to in the first one. Well. That's all in the cinema. That's an insane statement. <laughs> but I said the second one, I don't know. I've never bothered watching it. Don't know why. I think I'd grown out of it by that point. Grown out of Mortal Kombat. And yet, ironically, you bought Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, just give it a bash. <laughs> Nostalgia's a bitch. <laughs> it, it, it's a filthy bitch, is nostalgia. Yeah. There's a new pack for that where you get to play as like alien and all that sort of shit, and I didn't. I'm like, no, I'm not paying for that. Why would you want to play as an alien? Well, because there are pred- there are the predator in it. So, then there's like, do you no, get to throw a net on someone or dice them? Is Freddy in that one or is it Jason? That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, dude. Leatherface. That's the one. He turns up in it. Let's call him Texas Chainsaw Massacre, dude. <laughs> well, I, you, I, you knew who I was talking about. Yeah, well, I think it would look better on a poster. Oh, you know who'd be good in Mortal, um, Mortal Kombat? Knifey, knifey, stab, stab face. No, Ash. Boomstick Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Because oh. he'd just be fitting all these freak things and he'd just gorily blow them apart at the end. And, well, well, and, then, just, so. and then just make a cheeky comment. Like, say, like saying, hey, she, bitch. Yeah. And putting a shotgun in their vaginas. Really? <laughs> I, I, he, he's the worst type of misogynist. <sighs> but he's good at it, so. He's got a damn pet. Um, anyway. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I, I, yeah, that was in my entire notes. Was that, this, that was the second best thing on the album. Um, hmm. The best thing for me, as I say, was Lazarus. Well, you know, two out of seven ain't bad. Like the meatloaf song says. I, I can see that it is a good album. It's just not for me. No, you know, it's, it's cool. But I think that's a pretty strong start to January. A very depressing start. Yeah. But, um, you know, recommendations as always. Oh. I would throw out... I would throw out... Keep up with the Bowie theme. Listen to... The Lodger, Low, and Heroes, which I believe is the Berlin trilogy, though I might be wrong. But definitely two out of the three. Uh, but The Lodger starts with Fantastic Voyage, and it's like my favourite song ever, uh, by the way. Um, so, <gasps> I, I missed Hunky Dory. Really, there's four good albums there you can listen to. <gasps> and I forgot Ziggy Stardust. There's five. Okay, five good albums you can listen to. Okay. Uh, I'll just say. Because I forgot to think of anything for the mm. recommendations, I'll just say, why not watch Labyrinth and uh, Absolute Beginners? It's a terrible film. Yeah, I know, but he's in it. So. Wow! But you could have picked a good. There you go. Watch. Um, if you don't mind me destroying something, Sorry. watch The Hunger. You know where he's a vampire and it's directed by Tony Scott. That was fucking cool. Well, I've seen that. I think. I've seen during the Susan role. Sarandon's in it. You'll know her what's, best from Rocky Horror Picture Show because you're you're a, you're you're a terrible cinephile. Yeah, what's the 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the film where he's wearing that hat thing that I can only think of as an army hat because they wore it in the Sullivan? Are you thinking of Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence? Where he gets tortured in the Japanese prisoner yeah, of war camp yeah, with uh, Takashi Katana yeah. before we all loved him as Zatoichi, yeah. the teacher from Battle Royale. Yeah, watch, watch that. And Takashi's Castle. He created Takashi's Castle, never forget. Rest in peace. He's not dead. <laughs> we just wish he was because his output's <laughs> been awful for about 10 years. Okay. And that was upsetting. Um, I just yeah. wish to catch Katano death and the same thing where I wish Bo was alive. It's okay. I tried it's, the two. It's okay. He doesn't listen. He probably doesn't. But he, you know, uh, but someone in Japan probably does. We have like 20 listeners in Turkey. I still don't know who they are. They gave us a world no. map recently and it split it up and I'm like, what? who are all these people in Turkey? <laughs> oh. Unless Kenan got us, uh, his family to listen to well, us. Yeah, he makes us more. He makes them all listen. Oh. <laughs> these are my friends. Just in case that is Kenan's parents. I, I hate Kenan. Um, I have not seen him in years and do not wish to see him for many more years. He's dyed his hair jet black. He looks more like a tiny fat Hitler oh than anything else. Oh dear, um, and considering yeah. his, his president has a gold toilet, I can't trust it. I would not spit on him if he was on fire. I would, but only to watch the steam come off because it's surely not enough to put out the flame. And I actually, I would, I would uh, take a mouthful of petrol and then spit it upon him. That's how cheap it is at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a swig from a bottle and I say, "I'll spare this one and spit it out on him." Um, he's never done anything to bother me, but uh, I, yeah, I'm easily led. Next time, are we doing something bad or are we going to do grimes? I thought we we're going to do grimes. We'll do Grimes next time. Yes. Yes. Um, so what's that? Art Angel. Art Angel. So we're indeed. gonna we're gonna do two good albums in a row, followed by two terrible albums. Um, which, well, I don't know yet. They might be good. Well, and also they might change. They really just sort of that yeah. pocket of albums is there until something because you've got to pick something yeah, at some I need point. To start picking a few. Otherwise, you're gonna get trapped with me going. And this album came out, and I haven't heard it yet, and we need to listen to it. So you might as well listen to it. That's fine. But I will. I'll. I'll, I'll Figure a few. I think this is what's how this well, is going. One of them can be the we can try and listen to that orchestral Elvis one then. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do like Elvis. I said I to the point that I, that does sound awful. Yeah. Okay, okay, we'll add that to the list and go okay, from there. Cool. So anyway, next time, uh, Grimes, uh, and I got a text that sounded yeah. like uh, a power up from Mario. <laughs> um, yeah, that one. Uh, Grimes, art, uh, art, angel. art angel, isn't art, it? Art angel, yeah. Art, art, art angel. angel, art angel. Uh, next time, um, and I still don't think I've listened to that properly. So that's got some quality I, notes coming. I had it on when I was doing other stuff, but I wasn't properly listening. I start, I started suffering from. It's not as good as that one with that I like more. Um, oh, the one with the blue on it. Yeah, but you shouldn't think that way. You know what I mean? Uh, so I was tried to turn that off, but I haven't got that yet. Anyway, uh, next time. Bye. Bye. Das coisas do coração Não consegue compreender E a mente não faz questão E nem tem forças pra obedecer Quantos sonhos já destruí E deixei escapar das mãos Se o futuro assim permitir 
Não pretendo viver em vão Meu amor, não estamos sós Tem um mundo a esperar por nós No infinito do céu azul Pode ter vida em Marte, então vem da sua língua Então vem Eu quero abraçar você Seu poder vem do sol Em a medida Então vem Vamos viver a vida Então vem Senão não vou perder quem sou Vou querer me mudar Para uma life on Mars 